Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast, the big show for a Monday, Kaz. Ooh, it was quite musical, wasn't it? It was interesting to hear from you too, Hobart, on 0488881073. You can actually text us any time. We take the phone home and we read them in our own lounge rooms. Do, do, do you? Well, I I can, I don't. <laughs> I could. Today, no, we like to save them for when we can see them all. Today we speak with a band that's been celebrating 40 years of performing in Tasmania. Yes. And an event happening in Kingston, Kaz. Yeah. that. Well, that's an inclusive event. Yes. Here are the details on what you missed. Triple M Breakfast. Well, wow. Just looked out the window. You did. You literally were shocked <laughs> by what you saw out the window. It's very fog. Oh, that's fog. Is that fog? It is Cloud, fog. fog. I had a lot of dew on my car this morning. It is a little wet. Yeah. It's been raining and that's okay. We're going to get an update from the Bureau of Meteorology a little bit later on in the show. But if you are on the roads right now, be careful. Take your time. Allow a little bit of extra time. Probably not as much time as you needed to allow yesterday if you're coming from the eastern shore across to the western shore around midday. Yes. She was pretty rough, Kaz. I think I crossed from the eastern shore to the western shore at about 1.30 and it was slow going. Yes. Slow going. We were coming back from the Creative Homes Open Home. Yes. Yesterday, we broadcast live from Three Hallett Drive, and what a beautiful day it was, seeing so many people coming down to check out what Creative Homes have to offer. But the traffic on the way home, because of the Ironman, was fairly hectic. Oh, not because of the Open Home. I thought everyone had been to Three Hallett Drive. It might have been. It might have been. (laughs) But they were – so what time did they start running? Because there were still runners – I think they shuffling along at one thirty. Well, I'm not sure what truck. time they started running, but the swim was first. So they had the swim first. They swam at around six thirty, I think. Six thirty they started. Someone, we'll talk about the Ironman a little bit later on, but uh, about six hours some of the runners went for, which is Ooh. an incredible achievement by anyone that did it, whether as a team or as an individual. Unbelievable. I forgot to do it. <laughs> I forgot to go in the Ironman competition. I know you had intentions, Kaz. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. Thanks for having me. What's making news? Making news this morning. Ah, oh, so the state government's implemented a couple of changes, guys. It hopes will reduce ambulance ramping. Ambulance ramping's been massive, hasn't it? Huge. Yes. For years, for literally years. So it's mm. not a new problem, and I know they're putting a lot of research into what's going to fix it. Yes. So what's their plan? The plan this time is for the director waiting room pathway, is what it's called, guys. It's designed to improve the flow of patients by moving those with minor injuries and illnesses into the the emergency department waiting rooms. So there's about 5,000 ambulance presentations that fall into that category each year, those that either have minor injuries or illnesses that aren't necessarily life or death situations, so can be moved into the ED and uh, don't have to be ramped. So I suppose it's good news that it's going to free up ambulances 
but it won't speed up the rate at which patients can be seen at hospitals, of course. Oh, okay. So let me get my mind around this. Mm. We're still going to have the same weight problems. Still going to be, you know, inundated, but we're just going to shuffle the patients around so it looks better. I I feel like they're doing that already. Like, bluntly, Mm. I feel like they're doing Mm. that already. I thought we were shuffling them off to the urgent care clinics (sighs) if you've got a cut finger or some stitches. And they're working. Without a doubt, that that to me is a sensible, I don't know, direction to go of, of trying to get people in. And, and I think trying to access GPs is is slowly becoming mm. more accessible, but it's mm. slow. It's slow. I Why feel is it like so these, slow? these sort of things to me just seem like, like, aren't they doing that already? Yes. Aren't they prioritising the people they need to see? Yeah. The, the Greens are saying it's just a Band-Aid solution, but uh, the, the ambulance union, they are saying that it is good news that we'll get hospitals, sorry, uh, paramedics and ambulances back on the road a little okay. bit more quickly. So, yeah, while well, it's know. not the be-all and end-all, it is a small improvement, or that's what we're hoping anyway. Well, let's hope so. Let's get to some good news. Good news, a big, exciting, some would say scary week. Kids heading back to school, guys. (laughs) Scary week for the parents. Yeah, you'd know what it's like. Yes. (laughs) We go back to school this week in my household. What day for YouTubes? Uh, Thursday. (laughs) Thursday for state schools. I'm not sure. Could be Thursday. No, because, no, it is is Thursday. But we've also got uh, a kindy kid starting this year. So Ray goes to school next week. Oh, yes. mm, mm. wow. Yeah, so for most... Um, oh, what yeah, about you? Sorry. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. You oh, you know all about me. <laughs> oh, it's all about me. Not about grade two. What, what, what's the... How are they going, Lee? Where, where's, who's going where? Yeah. Which streets do I have to avoid at five o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, well, independent schools going back Monday. Uh, so today, most of them. Um, Wednesday for most Catholic schools and for most state schools, it is a Thursday. Um, of course, that means take it easy on the roads, especially between those sort of 9 a.m. and 3.30 when kids are getting into school and leaving school for the day. So, um, yeah, that's what we've got in the news as well today, talking about those experts saying just take it easy on the roads, especially when they're first coming to school. Kids don't always have that no. built-in knowledge of traffic. That's a and We've been driving around for the last, what, uh, two months? How mm-hmm. long have they been off? It feels like they've been off for 42 mm. years. <laughs> 40k school zones are going to be back and they'll catch you out. You won't see the flashing sign and you'll be just driving through. Yeah, just take it easy on the roads yeah. and send us your pictures of your kids in their school uniform. 0488881073. Love seeing those. That number again, 0488881073. There's a text come through here and it's from Anonymous. Please put your name and your suburb on your texts so we yeah. can give you a shout out. We need another hospital. Hewan Hospital. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's have one. I wonder whether the Hewan would be the best spot for it, though. Well, where? Wh- why? What because about Kingston? Because purely, yeah, purely population. I think maybe it goes to Kingston, or maybe even the east side of the river. What? I think crazy talk. Well, I think the reality is. Do we need another hospital or do our, does our hospital just need to be properly funded and managed? Can we have one in Glenorchy, please? What do you think, Hobart? Text us through 0488881073. I did hear, Kaz, you may have heard this in the news. You may not have heard this in the news, but 
did you see that Premier Jeremy Rockcliffe wrote a nasty letter to Lara Alexander and John Tucker, the MPs who were formerly Liberal Party members, now they're independents, that if they did not a guarantee supply and confidence in the government that we would be headed to a election, an ha- election. Hang on. Well, let's backtrack it. Didn't you predict an early election with an exact date? I said May, but I think it could even be March. <gasps> what? I think I think this week we will see an election called. Do there you? you? Yep. Oh, you heard it here first. No, you didn't. You heard it everywhere. People are talking <laughs> about it, but you did hear it here on Triple M. Well, I, I paid attention to you. I don't it's, listen to everywhere else. I just listen to YouTubes. I think Jeremy Rockcliffe wants to wrong, run a strong majority liberal government, and that is on tenterhooks at the moment. Mm. What do you think, Hobart? First of all, do we need another hospital? Where would you put it? Yes. And two, do you think we're headed to an early election? And what do you think that means for the state? Ooh. Texts are coming through now. We're getting some photos through. We are. 0488881073. We will get to your texts in a little moment. So please keep them coming through. Where do you think another hospital should go or even if we need one? We'd love to hear from you, Hobart. You're our eyes and ears. And you guys know what is happening out there on the streets. It's Triple M Breakfast. On one triple three five three, we're hearing from Sky in Hillville. Morning, Sky. Morning, Tubes. What's happening, Scott? Well, the fog has returned. (laughs) We need some sound effects there. Hang on. I can do some fog sound effects. I can't see. Oh, Oh, that's that's the wrong one. (laughs) It started on Friday every morning at this time, right through Grove, right up to Leslie Vale, thick as pea soup. Oh, really? How do you? Oh, God. How's the driving? Are headlights on? Did you put your headlights on fog or high beam when you drive? Um, yeah, everyone's got their headlights on. And Good. the newer cars, we have a fog light to the back. Mine's on. But with the sun coming up at the same time, nightmare. Ooh. No, uh, absolute nightmare. And hopefully <laughs> the sun burns that fog off pretty quickly, Sky. What have you got for us, Sky? <laughs> well, I think we need a rural country hospital, mm-hmm. even further south than Hewanville, like Jeeveston, because those that live at Glendevy, Dover, it is so far to go to the Royal. Mm, it's yeah. insane. If you've got to go for a colonoscopy or something, let alone if you need an ambulance. Mm. Mm, fair point, Sky. But is the cost of something <laughs> like that for population, this is what the government will will say, whether it be federal or uh, local government, uh, state government, is the is the amount of investment required to have that facility versus population worth it for the amount of people that are coming up? Now, I, I'm big on this. I think there our GPs, we need investment in GPs. I know the GP, Patrick at Dover, he's an absolute champion. There he is. And uh, I know that they do a wealth of work down there. But the facility, you think, Sky, needs to be south of Huonville? It could be. It could easily be like, Hewanville population is booming with new housing estates going up. Jeeveston has got housing estates going up. Like, population is really growing. It only has to be a small hospital, like in the old days. Like a country you know? practice. <laughs> yes. I was going to say that, eh? But, you know, <laughs> for broken bones and x-rays and 
colonoscopies, just day stuff, the big stuff, absolutely the royal. Yeah. But we we need something because we're just left out of the loop. Well, it is. You, the good thing about being down that way, Sky, is you live in a paradise. So thanks so much for your call, Sky. Appreciate your perspective. Okay, see ya. That, that's Sky from Huonville giving us her perspective. You can give yours too via the text line 0488 Kaz has got upset with me. We're going to tell you why she's upset with me in just a moment. I can't believe you sometimes, <laughs> Tubes. It's now time to spin the Triple M prize wheel, and all you have to do to play the Triple M prize wheel or to have a spin is call one triple three five three, just like Sarah, Sarah from Hillville. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Can you settle something for me, please? <laughs> yep. Let's say hypothetically your co-host was going to a wedding, travelling to a wedding in Sydney. <laughs> Would he take one shirt or two? I'd take two. Exactly. What? He thinks he's only taking one, packing one oh, no, shirt. No. Definitely take two, just in case you spill something on one. Absol- absolutely. Goodness me. That he's, is the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about taking more than one shirt for a wedding. Well, you have to take a backup. Uh, yep, definitely backup. Yeah. Or, or just maintain coordination. Oh, I reckon it's Sarah a white shirt. You're taking two. Oh, goodness. Hey, Sarah, what are you up to today? Um, just on my way to work. Excellent. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm an admin receptionist. Excellent. Love that. Answering the phones, the face of the business. Love it, yep. Sarah. <laughs> uh, what do you do in your spare time? I uh, hang out with my kids and my husband. What are their names? Uh, Logan and Amber. And your husband? Uh, Thomas. You forgot about or him, Tom. didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Would he take one shirt or two shirts? He'd take two shirts. Because He'd take you... two shirts. Yeah. Because I'd pack the bag for him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd probably iron the shirts before you go as well. Yeah. Well, you know. Yep. Back to school this week. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, good. Yeah, kids are really excited. It's my daughter's first day of high school, so oh. she's really, really thrilled. Well, all the very best with high school, Amber. Now, you, what are you, we're going to ask you, but I think your opinion on this might be a little biased because you are from Huonville. What do you think about a hospital south of the saddle? I think it would be fantastic, only because population is getting so big down that way. Um, and, yeah, just the fact that people are building and population is booming, it would help the community so much. Love it, Sarah. All right, you've spun the prize wheel. What number is it, Kaz? It's number 30. You happy with that, Sarah, or would you like to spin again? Yeah, I'm happy with number 30. Number 30. Oof. This is Does not it... bad for you. It's 50 bucks to spend on groceries at the IGA where the locals matter. Oh, awesome. There That's you go, fantastic. Sarah. <laughs> Good on you, Sarah. Have a great day. Awesome. Thank you. And all the very best to Amber and Logan who are going off to school. And Thomas. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And Thomas, who has his bags packed for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so three kids, Sarah. Love it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> that is Sarah from Huonville playing the Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Chews. Prize will. It's Triple M Breakfast. This week at the Kingston Beach Golf Club, we will see the 2024 Blind Golf Tasmanian Open happening to talk us through exactly what that means is Pat Dwyer, who is the 2024 Blind Golf Tasmanian Open Tournament Organiser and Blind Golf Tasmania President. Good morning, Pat. 
Yeah, good morning. How are you going today? We're flying, Pat. You had a come and try day yesterday for Blind Golf here in Tasmania. How did it go? Oh, look, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, we had seven uh, uh, participants, two two of those uh, people that had lost their sight and previously were golfers, but have lost their sight through medical reasons, really, and uh, and and it was a come back to golf for them rather than a come and try. So, so it worked out very, very well. We and uh, all the well, there was only one repeat person, so we had six new people on deck, which was great. That's fantastic, Pat. Talk us through blind golf. Well, uh, blind golf is uh, follows the same rules as. Uh, as a normal able-bodied golf. However, there are, there are a couple of subtle differences in that uh, the blind golfer needs a guide or a caddy, uh, someone to uh, set the ball up, in, uh, set the club up to the ball and actually watch where it goes for obvious reasons. Um, and uh, that the caddy obviously can, or the caddy can also help uh, line up the putts for the golfer and then there's just a couple of other little differences like grounding clubs and things like that that you, you're allowed to do to try and get a feel for uh, a feel for the ground conditions and because uh, we can't see them obviously it, it's in an incredibly inclusive mm. tournament happening at the Kingston Beach Golf Club today what are you expecting for the tournament Pat well, it's the first one in Tassie. In fact, Blind Golf Tasmania uh, only started a couple of months ago because, uh, and and it's Blind Golf is quite a mature organisation around Australia, but it has never been in Tassie. Uh, probably because someone hadn't put their hand up, and uh, I, I found out about it and said, "Well, I've just lost my sight, so I might as well have a go at it." And uh, I've, I've had some terrific help on the way to to create. Blind Golf Tasmania, and therefore this tournament, which uh, Blind Golf Australia has uh, um, classified as an order of merit event, which means you get points to qualify for the World Championships, which is absolutely sensational. It is. And where can people get involved, Pat? So we're, we're raising awareness, which is just great. So if we haven't heard yeah, about we've, it. Yeah, we've got a uh, or an email address, uh, bgtasmania at gmail.com, and we... If people want to uh, contact us, that's how they can get in touch. And also there is a, a Facebook, uh, Blind Golf Tasmania Facebook page, and they could contact us through that. Pat, um, I'm sure you're not just looking for golfers to play. You're also looking for people to help out as caddies. I look, certainly. And uh, uh, if uh, a person who comes along that is visually disabled um, and and can bring along a, a helper, we can, we can help both those people with the, the actual playing of the golf and how to how to help the the golfer um, line themselves up. No. Now, amazingly, really, there's and, and I was staggered by this number because it's not very high. There's there's only 54 registered blind golfers in Australia, um, and 22 of those are coming to the. Kingston Beach event, which is wow, that's yeah, that's outstanding, Pat. And considering yeah. you've only started this Blind Golf Tasmania a few months ago, it's an incredible achievement. And 
Really inclusive, which is what we love here at Triple M Breakfast. Pat Dwyer is the 2024 Blind Golf Tasmanian Open Tournament Organiser and Blind Golf Tasmania President. People can get involved at Kingston Beach Club or by emailing bgtasmania at gmail.com. Pat, thanks so much for joining us and all the very best for the tournament that kicks off today. Yep, and we've got a bit of good weather for it as well, which is a bit different the last couple of days. It's perfect for golf. Good on you, Pat. That's Pat Dwyer from the Blind Golf Tasmania Forum. Tubes, I'm looking at the mountain, the or Kunyani, Mount Wellington. The fog has cleared. The sun is now shining on our masterpiece there. What's happening with the weather this well, week? Well, we're about to find out. The Bureau of Meteorology joins us now. It's Luke Johnson. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. And just as the fog clears, I come on radio to say how sunny it's going to be for the remainder of today. Is oh. that what you're responsible yeah. for this, Luke? Thanks. That's exactly right, and um, I'm sure you're all excited to celebrate National Weather Person's Day today. That, oh, that's a thing. Congratulations! What do you, you should treat yourself today. <laughs> I I found out that was a thing this morning actually, and I'm, I'm viewing it as it's a day where it's okay to get things wrong. You know, <laughs> <laughs> National Weather Person's Day. I hope Look, you're having yeah. a morning tea. Well, no, well. Not really. I, I think it's mostly mostly a US based thing, but it says says some other countries celebrate it. But I haven't heard anything yet. Maybe maybe there's a cake on the way for for lunchtime. <laughs> well, let's hope so, Luke. What can we expect for the weather on National Weather Person's Day? All right. Well, in the southeast, there is some fog still around, uh, but it's likely to clear during the remainder of the morning to a mostly sunny afternoon. Expect a top of 23 degrees in Hobart. It's currently 14 and fairly humid with all that moisture around from the fog. But yeah, other than that, relatively light winds to start with and some afternoon sea breezes to round out your Monday. Um, So my son goes back to school on Wednesday. Do I pack Mm. his shell jacket in his bag or is he okay in his polo? Well, I mean, it's Tassie kids going to school, so it's sort of shorts, polo, and and jacket, isn't it? Okay. But no, it looks it looks like uh, you know we might have a light shower tomorrow, but twenty one Wednesday. If you are going back to school on Wednesday, top of twenty three, partly cloudy. There's going to be a little cold front come across the state, but just some showers into the west. So I reckon it'll be fine. Just don't forget the sunscreen because the UV is sort of still getting up there and kids skin sensitive. My daughter goes back to school on Thursday where it's going to be uh, dry, partly cloudy, uh, top of 25. So Ooh. it looks like a, an all right week to, to head back to school. In fact, it's a, it's a great week for everyone who doesn't want rain, to be honest. Really? No rain expected this week, Luke? If we do get something, more likely to be a light sprinkle tomorrow morning or on Friday afternoon, but it's looking very dry on top of, I guess, other than that rain we had the last couple of days. Pretty dry, um, pretty dry start to February. Well, Luke Johnson, happy National Weather Person's Day or International <laughs> Weather Person's Day. Thanks for joining us on Triple M Breakfast. Thanks for having me. It's Triple M Breakfast. We want to treat you, Hobart. It's time to forget the bills and embrace the bliss. Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Treat yourself. Oh, yes. All this week... <laughs> We are treating you, Hobart, and all you have to do to enter is head along to... The website, the Triple M website. TripleM.com.au, click the Treat Yourself tab and tell us how you want to treat yourself and you could find yourself being treated by us here on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. We're going to the phones now, One triple three five three. Amanda, you've entered online. Yes, I have, thank you. You're from Gilston Bay. Tell us how you would like to treat yourself. Um, I would like to treat myself with a massage. Tell us why. 
um, because I don't spoil myself very often and that's one thing I'd really like to have done. Okay, Amanda, tell us why you don't spoil yourself very often. Um, always putting my daughter before myself. And what's mm. your daughter's name? Hayley. Hayley. And how old's Hayley? Um, nearly 19. Oh, cool. well, yeah, well, it's about time you treated yourself, I reckon. You've done the hard yards, haven't you, Amanda? <laughs> yes, I have for sure. And you want to treat yourself with a massage at a day spa? That would be lovely. Where would you go, Amanda? Where would be your massage of choice? This has piqued my interest. I'd like a massage. Oh, I'm not really too sure. Oh. Anyway, I would, wouldn't mind. Now, Amanda, you have entered the treat yourself competition here on Triple M Breakfast, haven't you? Yes, I have. How easy was it? Um, very easy. What did you do? Just went on Triple M and followed the link. TripleM.com.au and you entered it and you told us that you wanted to treat yourself with a massage at a day spa. Well, guess what, Amanda? What? We're doing it for you. Yay! You're having a massage. Thank you so much, guys. Just to fill your cup a little bit, Amanda. Thank you so, so much. There you go. And I'm sure Hayley appreciates everything you do. Do not give that massage to your daughter. (laughs) Yes. No, I will not be. (laughs) This is all for you, Amanda. Well done. Thank you so much, guys. We must report back and tell us how it went. Yes, I will do. That's Amanda from Gilston Bay. She's treating herself with a massage, courtesy of Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Chibs. If you would like to be involved, all you have to do is head along to triplem.com.au, click the Treat Yourself tab, and we could be treating you, Hobart. We are joined by Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Ford. Morning, Forty. G'day, guys. Good to be with you. Well, who is Jacob Elordi and what is the major problem he may have on his hands? Well, Jacob Elordi's a Brisbane boy. He's probably the hottest young male star in the movie world at the moment. He's in this movie called Saltburn. He was in Priscilla playing Elvis. And he's really a big, big name internationally now. Now but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a problem because he was involved in an ugly incident on Saturday. And this took a place outside a hotel. A TikToker who, who works on radio as well approached him. He was already filming and he did introduce himself, but he was already filming. And he asked Jacob a question about the movie Saltburn. It's a reference to the bathwater and Saltburn. We won't go into all that here, but it's a big thing online. And I, I think that Jacob was defended by the question. And he basically then, this ugly scene took place where it's alleged that he began to choke the guy and then pinned him up against the wall. Now, eventually, he did go left the scene and the guy wasn't injured per se, but shaken up, obviously, and he did contact the police. So the problem that Jacob Elordi has got is that if this goes anywhere, if the police decide to pursue it, and if the guy decides he wants to take it somewhere, this could have huge implications for Jacob's working visa in the United States if you've got an assault charge against your name. So he really needs this to go away and go away fast. Violence is never the audience. You should never put uh, your hands on another person. Tell us about the Rocky death of Rocky star Carl Weathers, 40. Well, that was one of those ones because he was famous, of course, for the four Rocky movies playing Apollo Creed. And he did all sorts of other things through the years. Well, most recently, recently, he's been in the series 
the Mandalorian. But Sylvester Stallone obviously had loved him. He'd made this very good and very effective transition from being a football player in the States to being an actor and did it really well. And over the weekend, Sylvester Stallone did a piece to camera paying tribute to Carl Weathers. Uh, Here is a little of what Sly had to say. Hello, everyone. Today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because it was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together and I'll never forget it. He was magic. And I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. Clearly emotional there, 40. Yeah, at 76 years old and a lot of people really sad. And although he's not like the biggest name of all time, he had a big impact on people, particularly, of course, with the first four Rocky movies. Mm, that's, yeah, no, not good to hear. But thanks for the chat, Forty, and we'll catch you on Friday. See you Friday. It's Triple M Breakfast. Kaz, you were talking about your child's drum lessons. My son, Alex, has drum lessons because all of the school activities are back. Yes. Dancing went back on Saturday morning. I love that. That's because Alex's dancing school, House of Dance, is in the city. Yes. So it's a forced shopping ex- <laughs> exhibition. Ex- right. What, what do you, what's the word? Trip. Oh, trip. <laughs> uh, so that's good. Or ex- 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 expedition. Expedition. That's it. But should you choose your kids' activities based on what you want to do? So swimming would be hard because you have to watch them. Yes. We do swimming. We're, that's our, our main outside activity. Dancing's a drop and go. Drums this afternoon where I just sit quietly, as quiet as you can, and listen to the drum lesson with Jeremy Sibson. So good morning. And we might have some friends of Jeremy's joining us. Well, yes. In fact, we do have a, a Tasmanian tribute band that has been performing in Tasmania for 40 years. So that's coming up next. Yes. So you get going to drumming though. Going to drumming. But I don't know as we choose other activities, should I be selfish? Do I I don't really want outdoor ones where I have to sit outside and watch. I mm. liked basketball. That was quite comfy. Oh, the jet jumpers clinics, yes. Yeah, but I'm thinking soccer's outside and cold. You know, should I be choosing what he sh- what he's doing based on for my you, needs? Should you be selfish yes. <laughs> in Alex's selections for yeah. activities? Hmm, I don't think so. What do you think, Hobart? 0488 is the text line. You can text us any time. We've got two gentlemen in the studio. You might know them as Stein and Darren, but you probably know them more likely as Jake and Elwood. It is the Blues Brothers Revival Band, and we'll start with you. Well, I'll start with you, Stein. Forty years in the business, mate. Forty years of Blues Brothers. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, 
You'd think uh, he'd be over it, wouldn't you? You'd yeah. the same songs over and over, but no. Do you know the words yet? It, it, well, I'll have to. T- <laughs> Funny There's you a ask. couple of songs I still have a cheat sheet for, yet I can sing sing uh, HR Puffin stuff straight <laughs> off. And I've never sung that, yeah. but songs I sing every day for the last 40 years. I still have to prompt every now oh, and then. Oh, look, full mm. disclosure here. My son, Alex, is your number one fan. He's, uh, he's, we see him out there. We see him out there. He's glued. He, yeah. That, that is the only time I can it, keep him still and focused on something. He loves it. It's And we've been heaps of times, so many different age groups, uh, and literally sometimes thousands of people. Yeah. That's uh, the, the beauty of it, which I, it took so many years to, to click on to, was... We get so many kids come now. Yes. And I think they don't know the characters, they don't know the songs, yeah. yet they're up the front and they're dancing to, to music that is that you don't hear anymore because it's you know, 60s, yeah. 70s. And, and I suppose what we've turned the band into over 40 years was it was put together 83, 84 by Universal to uh, promote the release of the movie onto a video. And it went for six months and they said, that's it, promotion's over, but if you want to keep playing... You can. So we did. So for for years and years, it was based mainly on all the lines out of the movie, the whole character of Jake and Edward. But then it evolved. You know, we started getting, you know, casino shows. And so from the sweaty pub gig of the great Oz music back in the 80s, when it was, you know, you played six nights a week yep. in every pub, we, we developed it from a sweaty pub gig into a polished you know, from a cabaret show to a Carols by Candlelight where mm. we do special things to still doing pub, pub gigs to corporate stuff. <laughs> and throughout the way... Did a good Oktoberfest late last year. Oh, oh. yeah. That's fine. And then all of a sudden we realised that it, it has no age limit. No, it It's doesn't. all fun I've music. Seen it. My I've son, seen it myself. My son, who's four, we've just started playing him a few of the songs Ooh. from the Blues Brothers yeah. movies, but he Ooh. loves the car chase at the end. Absolutely yeah, loves the car chase. Manic. That was yeah. the biggest... One and most expensive one way when they filmed that, that, yeah. that they'd ever done. Ridiculously over budget. For, for those that don't know, what can you expect from a Blues Brothers revival band show? Non-stop. It's relentless. Mm. Somebody said to us it was a relentless um, two hours. We do, lately we've been doing two hours non-stop. Yeah. It's, and and we've, we start the show with the way it starts in the concert at the end of the movie with the chaser and then we we sort of run through the the uh, first song which is she caught the katie which starts the movie and then we go through all the way and we build it and build it until the last song we do is jailhouse which is the end of the movie so it's 40 years of moving that song moving that put that there put that and it's you know choreographed it's but you've also got something different though, and I think that's the thing that gets it. It's a it is it is a band. We do perform songs, but at the end of the day, we're we're actually characters, and yeah. we're we, we're ourselves, yeah. but we're based on the characters from the movie, and we, we get known. You know, you get recognised, you get seen, and people recognise the Blues Brothers, Jake and Elwood, um, and it's got a new following. So it's 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 a pretty spectacular kind of night. You're performing this Friday night. Tell us about that, Franco's at Franklin Square. There we. We've gradually built that bigger and bigger. Um, it's an amazing, <laughs> it's an amazing turnout for a Friday night. Um, you think I've had people oh, from the mainland go. come down and go? This is the middle of the city on a Friday night yeah. with great food 
entertainment. How good is Franco's? How good is it? It's free. Yes. I've been to that one. We've been front and centre of that one. Happening this Friday night. You got something for us, have you, Elwood? You love to see it. He's going to make a sing. (laughs) (laughs) It's 106 miles to Chicago. We We got got a full tank of gas, half half a packet of cigarettes. It's It's dark. dark. And we're wearing sunglasses. The boys are from the Blues Brothers Revival Band, celebrating 40 years of performance here in Tasmania, happening at Franco Street Eats on Friday night. Jake Elwood, great to see you, boys. Thanks, Yay. guys. Thank you. It's Triple M Breakfast. Just want to do a quick shout-out here, Kaz, to yes. Prue, who I met on the weekend. Her and her partner, Campbell, were at a party I was at. And it was lovely chatting with you, Prue. Prue is a big fan of Tassie Trivia, which we are playing next, 100 bucks. She said to me that she thinks that anyone that comes back as a carryover champ is crazy. Oh, Take really? the money and run every time. But then her partner, Campbell, was saying, no, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the uh, roll the dice on getting a few extra dollars. I think then both of them should give us a call one morning, play well, off each other. I was trying to say this to Prue that this is a safe place. We yes. do have a lot of fun with Tassie Trivia, but it's a safe place. You can come and play, Prue, by calling one triple three five three. Let's do it now. Joe from Howrah. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Cubes. Good morning, Kaz. Good morning. What's happening in your world, Joe? I've uh, been out and treated myself and the dog this morning listening to you guys for oh. about an hour's walk in sunny Howrah. So all good, my end. Big win your end there, Joe. Can you test yes. your buzzer, please? Joe. Beautiful. Sounds like you're fired up and ready to go. Your opponent today is Rachel from West Moon. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, guys. What's happening in your world, Rachel? Uh, I've just done school drop-off. Oh, how, how'd it go? How'd you go? Perfect. It's always good when they shut the car door, isn't it? <laughs> so, no better sound. Did you cry? I love him. No, no, not at all. I'm a crier. Who'd you drop off this morning, Rachel? Beg your pardon, Chief. Who did you drop off this morning? I dropped, I dropped off Max at Friends this morning. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, sh- shout out to Max. All right. We are about to get busy playing Tassie Trivia for 100 bucks. Can you test your buzzer, please, Rachel? Rachel. Beautiful. Question number one. Which team did the Tasmania Jack Jumpers defeat? Joe. Joe. Ooh. Adelaide. Correct. Wow, Joe. You've Joe's come in, in nice there. and hot there. The... I may or may not have been at the game. Oh. oh how come you still have a voice? Don't you shout <laughs> Jack Jumpers? I had a clapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's no way to talk about your partner, Joe. I know. <laughs> Question number two. Oh, here we go. What suburb was the Creative Homes open display home yesterday? Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe. Ropey. Well done, Joe. You've Sorry, got... Rach. You've got it anyway, darling, because you've lost the kids for the day. So yes. there you go. <laughs> Bad luck, Rach. She's gone. Good on oh. you, Rach. Uh, hey, Joe. Well done. You've won yourself 100 bucks. Thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Now, Joe. Now. You've, tre- you've treated yourself <laughs> today already with a nice long walk around Howrah. I have. Might be able to treat yourself with a hundred bucks, but you could come back tomorrow for two hundred bucks. Yeah, bird in the hand tube. Sorry. Well, you make Ooh. Prue from Bell Reeve really happy. She thinks anyone that comes back for two hundred bucks is crazy. Good on you, Joe. You've won hundred bucks cash. 
Thank you, Tubes. Thank Kaz. That is Joe from Howrah winning 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Kaz, over the weekend, I was lucky enough to be at Blunston Arena for the WNCL game between Tasmania and Western Australia. Tasmania ended up winning by 52 runs. It was a match player of the match performance by Heather Graham. I was very lucky to be in the rooms after the game. It was a family and friends evening of celebration of the past players, and it was just a fantastic environment. And as I said, lucky enough to catch up with the player of the match, Heather Graham, post their big win. Oh, hang on a minute. I've pushed the wrong buttons here. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try again, Tubes. Here we go. Heather Graham. Heather Graham, player of the match. Not bad from you. Yeah, it was a nice day out in the sun. Now, I think the partnership that I had with um, Elise Filani was really good. And we went through some ups and downs out there, but she definitely helped me a lot. I was getting a little bit frustrated. So, yeah, it was nice to be able to bat with Junior again and then pretty much a team performance out in the field today with those run-outs as well that really set us off flying. Claire Scott's come on as a sub two to execute a run-out like she did. Unbelievable. Oh, God, we just love her. Honestly works so hard on her training and her fielding and all that sort of stuff to, to get better and be better. You reaped the rewards for it today. It was awesome. Three run-outs today, Lizelle Lee, Naomi Stallenberg and Claire Scott, who we've just mentioned. What is it about the Tasmanian Tigers fielding team? It's a good question. I haven't done a fielding session with them in a long time, so that could be it. <laughs> I've been here and there everywhere, so I don't know what they're doing at training, but it's obviously a masterpiece. I think in those situations, they all took their time set themselves to the target and were able to hit. And your bowling stump to stump, three for 29, really kept the Tigers in the game. To get the bonus point two is massive for this group. You've assured yourselves a place in the final for the third time in a row. What does that mean to you and the group? Yeah, it's massive. I think after the loss we had a couple of days ago, we were pretty disappointed with how we played. And then probably rolling into the lunchtime break there, we were pretty disappointed as well with only making 224. So I think... The way we were able to come out then as a team and, I guess, put everything together, both with the ball and in the field as well, with all those runouts, I think it's a testament to our girls. We've worked really hard and we've spoken about a fair few different things, so it was really nice to, I guess, see everyone do so well out there and also enjoy it too. What is it about this group? You just never stop believing. No, we don't. Yeah, there's something pretty special about the group, to be fair. I think the culture that was created about four or five years ago with... Sally Ann Beams as head coach and with Dan Marsh as well I think it's really really built a massive culture and it's been able to flow over the last couple of years and I think we've been able to see the rewards that I guess they created as years ago now so I think yeah we're all just loving our time together living our values and just enjoying it. On days like this where you've got past players and a family day to a really great crowd here that are celebrating well and truly after the game including yourself what does that mean to you? Oh it's awesome to be honest I think the likes of Sasha Maloney, Elise Filani and our PDM and Joe Marsh have put a lot of time and effort into our past players and working out our cap numbers and all that sort of stuff behind the scenes. So to be able to have a day like today and then the past players come into the change room and be able to see their names up on the honour boards, their cap numbers and all that sort of stuff, I think it's going to probably be a pretty special moment for them and it's going to be amazing for us. I don't think we really get to see um, too many past players around and all that sort of stuff because uh, we're obviously playing a lot of games away as well. So it's really nice to, I guess, have this sort of like family family feel after the game and it's something pretty special well, on to Victoria eh? one more win and you'll get another home final here at Blunston Arena what would that mean to the group 
Oh, it's massive. I think we've built a fortress here. I think our loss the other day was our first loss since 2020. So we love playing at Blunston. We know it's a, a we know it's a road, but we've sort of built a blueprint to play good cricket down here. So yeah, hopefully we can get one more win against the Victorians and come home and rest up in our own beds. Hey, Graham, it's always good to chat to you. Thanks for taking the time to chat to me on Triple M. Cheers, Chips. So good. Loved hearing from Heather Graham there. And another home final for Tasmanian cricket would be absolutely sensational. For all the Tubes that spent on sport, head along to the listener app and search for Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. You'll hear loads of chats up there, including a chat with Elise Villani about what it meant to her to move to Tasmania. It's Triple M Breakfast. Thanks for listening. Another great show. How good were the uh, Blues Brothers? They're very passionate men. 40 years and Tasmanian grown. We're very lucky. And a big band too. If you haven't seen the Blues Brothers, they are performing this weekend, Friday night at Franco in Franklin Square. Yeah, it's an... Yes, they're a band that sing Blues Brothers songs, but it's a show. And it's free. You get a free show. There's like about... For free. Yeah, there's trumpet players, sax players, drummers, guitarists. It's like the... Full kit and gamut, caboodle. The full gamut. And head along to their Facebook post to check it out, facebook.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you're so, that's so modern of YouTubes, that interwebs. Oh, Get we've on the got interwebs. a Facebook post apparently. Producer Ray, we probably should have just brought you in. What's that? I was just saying. I just don't know how to read your messages sometimes. <laughs> Can't you read my mind, Tubes? No. Really? We've so, put a post up on Facebook because you two were arguing earlier in yes. the show because Tubes had decided to only take one shirt to a wedding this weekend and Kaz thinks that's bananas. Okay. Why the f*** would I need a second shirt? <gasps> oh, oh! Because of who you are as a person. I'm not a f- you guys. I know how to wear a shirt and not get all over it. A white shirt. <laughs> yes. A white I shirt. Wore, I wore a, a white shirt. I wore a white shirt to here to work on fr- Thursday last week, and then I went to the cricket, yes. ate spaghetti bolognese. Did you? Yes, at the cricket whilst I was commentating. That's what they gave us for lunch, and I was no on my shirt at all. Well, I don't trust you. This is an important event. You've and you got know a very what? important job. You Do you know what they call that? A fluke. Yes. <laughs> You two have put the mockers on me now. Now oh. I'm going to take one shirt and I'm going to get yeah. shit all over Erin, your, your partner Erin, she will be washing no. it with soda water in the ladies' toilets. I can see Look, it now. But well, I don't think it's this weekend. I go to Melbourne this weekend for the Jack Jumpers and then the weekend after I go to <laughs> yes. Just putting that on record. Sydney. Well, Rhea might not need to change that. Oh, hang on. What, Rhea? Was I wrong with the post? Is it not this weekend that Lonnie is? No, he's, fl- he's jetting off to Melbourne this I'm weekend. Sorry. I'm off to Melbourne this weekend. He's going to schedule better than I do. He's, no, well, he's going to so many places. Weekend. I'm going everywhere. He's flying everywhere. It's been a long time since I've been on a plane. Has it? When was the last time you were on a plane? When I went to Palm Cove with the kids for holiday. Oh, I haven't been on a plane for a long time. You go on a plane all the time. I don't go on a plane all the time. I can't go on a plane now because I might not make it back for war. <laughs> we'll catch you from 6am tomorrow. Have a great day, Hobart. Be kind. And treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.